This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the no excuses everyday audio version of the world's number one real estate blog. I'm Tyler, and each day I read you short, digestible articles from biggerpockets.com. You can scroll through the catalog and see which titles catch your eye, or just make this a part of your daily ritual. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Why Buying Cheap Homes Won't Make You Money by Whitney Hutton New real estate investors often get infatuated with the idea of the passive cash flow that real estate can bring in. So it's not surprising when you see many new investors throw caution to the wind to chase cash flow and end up buying super cheap homes in oftentimes questionable areas, thinking they will reach their investing goals faster. But this can be a big trap if you aren't careful. Why not buy cheap? What qualifies as a cheap home? That answer differs from market to market and based on investor perspective. For the purpose of this exercise, let's entertain the scenario I often see in the forums, where a new investor posts they have bought a Midwest market home for $40,000 that rents for $700. But buying cheap homes often violates the four tenets of conservative investing, capital preservation, cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. 
Cheap homes tend to 1. Be in areas of town that are most likely on the decline rather than in the path of progress, impacting your tenant options, ability to protect your capital, and overall appreciation possibilities. 2. Have higher tenant turns and higher turn costs due to lower pride of ownership, thus impacting your cash flow, the very reason you might have bought the cheap home to begin with. 3. Have higher CapEx maintenance costs in relation to the rents, again impacting your cash flow. It's not like a roof or water heater costs any less because it is a less expensive home. So you have to set aside more of your rent to prepare for these costs, thus eating into the cash flow you thought you were getting. 4. Be harder to insure for a reasonable cost. Since the cost to replace the property is often much higher than the actual value of the property, if you can get lending, the home is taking up a valuable lending spot and the tenant is paying down less debt for you. 5. Have fewer exit strategies due to fewer qualified buyers at that price point, thus putting your initial capital at risk if you can't sell the property. 6. Make it harder or impossible to secure lending, since banks have a minimum up loan amount they will underwrite. As a result, when you buy all cash, this can show your velocity of money and expose your capital to greater risk by owning the property all in cash. 7. Have lower depreciation, impacting your ability to use one of the most powerful tools of real estate to keep your cash flow tax-free, especially if you purchased all cash. Again, what qualifies as a cheap house is all relative. <laughs> For my investing strategy, I like C-plus to B-minus class homes in stable or desirable areas that have an ARV of $100,000 plus. For another investor, my property may be a cheap house. What to do instead? Before you commit to this strategy of investing, step back and take a moment to follow the steps here to build a comprehensive investing plan. Step number one, take a deep introspective look to understand your true investing goals. Do you need cash flow, equity growth, or a balanced approach of both? What investing strategies line up with your investing goals? What kind of time can you dedicate to your investing plan? Just like any business, it can take quite a bit of work to get your real estate plan off the ground. Step number two, Research your markets, submarkets, that will tip the investing cards in your favor and that you can afford to invest in. Look for markets where there is population growth, job growth, job diversity, income growth, affordability, asset prices, and rents. And step number three. Once you have narrowed your market and submarkets, pick two to three to do a deep dive analysis of the various assets that meet your investing goals. These three steps are the three toughest steps to get right in real estate and are the steps that many investors shortcut. Once you have these three steps dialed in, then you are off to the races to set up your team, build your deal funnel, and start making your deals happen. Let's wrap this up. This isn't an exhaustive list of all the steps you need to get started to investing in real estate, but it is a great start to building a plan to keep you out of one of the most common pitfalls new investors face. The temptation to buy super cheap investments. All right. Thanks for making this show a part of your hump day. You know what else happens every Wednesday? Bigger Pockets webinars. 
They're live and free. You can register at biggerpockets.com slash webinar. Plus, if you're a pro member, you get unlimited webinar replays. What are your plans tomorrow? Hopefully, they include another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. See you then.